It is episode 28 of What You Spinning. Uh, two days away from Outcast Day. I'm getting pretty stoked about it. I listened to my pick for that week uh, while I was yeah. making soup the other night. Bro. I already, yeah, when we were talking about it like that other, that other day, mm-hmm. I already listened to my pick already. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had to. It's but just... That's going to be a good episode. Yeah. And then you were like... You and I have been talking about Outcast too, so I'm, I know I've been that... throwing the rhymes in the team chat. Yeah, dude, <laughs> fucking just lines. Oh man, there's so many classic from every album. Yeah, we can just go through it and just yeah. We it's... could like it's almost to the point like I, like obviously we're gonna keep the formula of each picking an album, uh-huh. but it's one of those kind of artists that you could almost just have a day where you just like pick like your favorite like we could almost do it that way to you know like do an episode where we just pick and talk about all of the albums that they've Mm -hmm. done but i feel like keeping the formula is good because you know like we're all picking albums that i know i haven't heard in forever Mm -hmm. you know and stuff like that or maybe haven't even heard all of Mm -hmm. but yeah i know that i know that we're all getting stoked for that two episodes away from that uh how are we doing though Doing okay? Doing good, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. It's nice. It's a sunny but kind of chill day here, you know? Kind of chilly. But, uh, yeah. Gearing up for Halloween. Gearing up for Mm -hmm. Halloween. Are we still going to do our Halloween special? I like that. Uh, Do we still want to do that idea? Okay. What week were we thinking? I know you were thinking next week. Actually, yeah, we'd have to think about the the week we're thinking about because I'd rather watch it. Here, yes. Just sort of crawling around. Yes. Oh yeah. He's like, oh, can I watch it? I'm like, so next (laughs) week. So next week we would be at yours. Mm -hmm. We can do it the week after, and have it out for like the week leading up to Halloween. Okay. Okay. So we could do we could do Outcast Day and then, or we could do Outcast Day and then that is essentially or no. Yeah, that's that's what it would be. It would be episode thirty. So we would do Outcast Day and then that. Like in one day, it would be the Outcast episode. Oh, I would, huh? Yeah, yeah, we could do that. We already have. We already all agreed to like meet up early that day anyway. So yeah, but no, yeah, and we'll have a we'll have obviously as you just kind of saw we'll we'll have a little special treat for uh, Halloween coming out that same as the same day that the Outcast episode is posted. There'll be a special video that we're gonna do for Halloween. Uh, that we've kind of been talking about since uh, mid-December or September. Jesus. 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 Jesus Christo. Uh, <laughs> since like mid-September, but that doesn't matter. But uh, let's talk. Let's talk some uh, Navy, huh? Let's talk some music. Yeah. What music? you What you got today? Um, today I got some hip hop for everybody. Some Navy blue. Uh, Navy's reprise. Navy's reprise. Yeah. Uh. I spent my whole life loving Yeah, yeah, yeah. This my last time going. Navy sway while he stitched by the toe. Watch the sun fall, this gradient though. Cut it close, told him shorten up the rope. From home, as desolate as it gets. Toss him a bomb, yeah. Marrow like the blood of the bone. Listen close, quick releases. Bought my nephew's sneakers just to watch him grow out of them as soon as he get in them. Learn to pick my battles in the long run. We winning. 
country pronounces it like that. Yeah, I don't which know. I thought is cool. Which I think is cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Fuck it's pretty it. sweet. Um, but yeah, it's like a, it's like very jazzy hip hop, mm-hmm. um, like instrumental. When did it come um, out again? It came out last year. Yeah, that's very last year, 20, yeah. 2021. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. It was just like new and just like, I don't know, just raw in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's got yeah. some good flows, and he's he's not just a rapper. You know, he does like a thousand other things as a skateboarder. Yeah, visual yeah. artist, a model, like to have all those talents and still be able to write good lyrics. And yeah, have a decent album, and he's made more albums than this. I was I was impressed. I'm gonna try to find it on vinyl if I can. But yeah, no, he's a uh, Sage Elsesser. He's really like I feel like he's the up and coming sound of like the underground music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool, like the influence and that he's been around for a while, because um, he's been around since uh, like Odd Future. Damn. Um, okay. He wasn't really like very involved in their music, but he was always around. Um, I was doing like a lot of research on him, and like at age fifteen, he became uh, sponsored by Supreme. Damn. Um, uh, and at age seventeen, he started touring the world with the Converse skate team. Very cool. So fucking wild. Um, and then he became a model. He's a producer now. Um, one of the thing I looked at that was really interesting, uh, at 18 years, he was the youngest winner of the 77-year history of Best New Art, the Best New Artist Award at the Guildhall Art Exhibition. Jesus. Um, and there was, like, there was a painting that he did. It was called uh, Hard to Forget. That is kind of like a painting of a... Uh, like three dudes like hanging and it's like it's very powerful because okay. like the way that he was like making it it's like very it, there was like a lot a big message behind it like the message behind it was like very big okay. basically I um, mean he won an award for that but as far as his music goes like this album it's really cool mm-hmm. um, the beats on it it's all produced by him um, he has only one feature on it I think or two one or two features um, only one that I can remember yeah but yeah it's a um, it's a crazy album I definitely it's one of my favorite hip hop albums in the last like couple of years yeah I like the lo-fi feel to it mm-hmm. as far as the beats and the, the samples that he's using yeah like, they mm-hmm. blend really well with his lyricism and the whole album to start to finish was great I loved it yeah and it's one that even on your it's 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 one that on your first listen, a lot of it sounds familiar, even if you haven't heard it before. You know what I mean? Like, it's just comfortable. Like, but it's so smooth from the from the jazzy production to his flows, as you mentioned, and uh, just his lyricism. It's so well-rounded, and I feel like it's so accessible. And then, you know, you look at exactly what you're talking about, that this is one of, like, this is, like, you said last night to me, this is the face of underground hip-hop right now. Sure. Which is fucking insane to me because i feel like if you showed this album to anybody that knows shit about fuck or even appreciates hip-hop in the slightest they'd be like this is fucking awesome Mm -hmm. because it's so accessible because you know if you look at it nowadays like uh alchemist is you know like a really prominent producer and he kind of has that kind of he tends to go into that kind of jazzy thing but it's like Mm -hmm. because of how popular that is you know this would like I, it just shocks me that he is the face of the underground with an album that's this good yeah. mm-hmm. and sounds this accessible on ver- for various reasons. Mm-hmm. It makes sense too because like the way that it was coming out, because um, it's his third album. Because he okay, he's been making music for like a couple years now, uh, like yeah, 10 or so years. But 
because um, he's produced for a lot of people too. Um, he's produced for Earl, for Makami, Jesus, like some of those bigger names. Um, and it's crazy that, like, even I was looking, he has uh, song credits on Blonde. What has, the fuck? Mm-hmm. He has cool. two song credits on Blonde. Which ones? Um, I couldn't find them. Shit. But I, that's like, fucking I looking, insane, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like production qu- credits. Like I think songwriting, songwriting credits. But it's, it's, I couldn't find where, but he has two song credits on Blonde, um, huh. and even in the last song on that album mm-hmm. uh, for Tour Free, yeah, he's one of the people that's getting interviewed at the end. Very cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's pretty because it, it's like it podcast just, is it over. It just said his name. Podcast <laughs> is over. There's no. There's nothing that's gonna be that bomb dropping. I knew that I was like. gonna mess with you. But that's that's fucking. What the fuck? Because yeah, I always, because right? like, and the thing that blows my mind is like, he's on for two or free. Because even though that's like, it's kind of a weird song on that album, I've always liked it. You know, like sometimes I was like, I want to hear if the interviews on for two or free. And so I like, yeah. I didn't know that he was one of the motherfucking God. Yeah, you damn. hear you hear him say his name, and he's like being interviewed, but Sage Elsesser. It kind of messed with me when I like read that. I was like, really? And then I heard back the song this morning, uh-huh. and it kind of like. Mind you know immediately. Yeah, it might like, fuck me. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Like, God damn it. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> this motherfucker. I thought you'd like that. This motherfucker. That's a great fact. Yeah. That's insane. It. I didn't know that what? he produced that he produced his own shit. Like, yeah. Because it's, it sounds so... It sounds too well for it to be like self-made by like... He and, doesn't have that much music experience, but it makes sense with who he has worked with. Right. And, like, I was kind of telling you this last night. I was like, I feel like it's, you can see influence from so many different people. That's why I was like, yeah. oh, you know, and maybe, it, like, there was, uh, it was Code of Honor, that song. When I heard Code of Honor, I was like, yeah. that's what made me want to ask him, like, who produced it. I was like, because that sounded like an Alchemist beat. And then... Mm-hmm. There's it like does, yeah. there's like Petty Cash and you know some other songs on there that sound very Mad Lib or MF Doom influenced and so I was like, hold the fuck like who fucking produced and then you yeah. told me that and I was like bro, mm-hmm. dude, I already <laughs> like the album you don't have to try you don't have to try yeah. it's like like goddamn <laughs> I like it yeah <laughs> yeah it's he it's cool that he uses a lot of uh like guitar samples and piano samples mm-hmm. yeah it sounds really good that he like. The, the way that he mixes it and like combines it all right i like the song length too it's like mm-hmm. it's this album's under 40 minutes and there's 16 tracks yeah and like he keeps it precise and they're all good i like that part yeah. about it. it was really cool yeah it's it's definitely a great album it's a lot been getting a lot more recognition i feel like which is great which is awesome right you love that for an artist mm-hmm. um and yeah he's so young he's he's 25 years old mm-hmm. like this dude is very young still god damn um so it's it's crazy that he's still like making this type of music with this much like quality mm-hmm. um and it you could just tell that like there's so much more to come too yeah like this definitely especially with that just coming out last year you know mm-hmm. it's it makes me interested to see what his next project is going to be like you know yeah. because it's like i like i said you know this is so just well put together you know it's good fucking music and it's so accessible that like it makes me wonder 
because you know that next album could be you know kind of like a branching out or staying true to but mm-hmm. and he has more room to do that because he's also a producer so it's like his yeah, next album he could do whatever the fuck he wants and but yeah i was very very impressed because like i had said last week when you said oh have you heard navy blue and i was like yeah you've shown me a couple of tracks and by couple, I literally meant like two or three. And then I'm listening to this and I was like, I think I listened to this after you showed me it. And I listened to like most of this album. And it was like, but it was still, it just sounded familiar. But I was like, still, you know, didn't catch up on like, you know, some lyrics or some beats, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was very, very pleased to go back and listen to this. Yeah. It was pretty fucking nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great album for sure. Um, if I'm picking top threes, um, I'm gonna go Petty Cash, cause that beat, that beat is so dope. Oh. That beat, and, uh, Demage, Demage? 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 Yeah, Demage, or yeah. whatever, yeah. That guy goes off on that song. Yeah. I think that's like one of two uh, features or maybe the only feature yeah that was but when my you said, yeah. god it's so fucking good <laughs> right yeah when you said I think there's one or two I was like that's the only one I can think yeah. of is the fucking Dimaggio feature <laughs> yeah that's that guy kills it on that song um I'm gonna go My Whole Life cause mm-hmm. that guitar and then I don't know what sample that is of I've been here my whole life what yeah that, that sample is, whatever that is. yeah we have to look that up I'm not yeah. sure I gotta yeah. find that sample but yeah. that sounds like a really uh, cool song that he that. Like yeah. stuff, um, and then um, like in between Code of Honor and Ritual, because oh. Ritual is a really good start to the album. Too. I was gonna say it's a great start. Yeah. 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 What about you? Or do you have any? Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts to add before you dive into? I just I like his songwriting. It feels like he's uh, doing like a life imitates art kind of thing. Yeah. The things he writes about. So I appreciated that about him, and it's just yeah. a good introduction. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. Mm-hmm. Life imitate that is a spot on fucking <laughs> compared to like mm-hmm. that life imitates art thing. It is very much kind he's of, got, he's got that. He's got aspects of both. He's a musician. He's an artist. He's a yeah. visual artist. He's a producer. He's got so many talents. And I think he's able to combine all those into his music and represent it really well. Very yeah. much so for being so young too. It's just like, damn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, you now like knowing all that shit that he did outside of, you know, rapping or producing, like, mm-hmm. Like, whenever, like, when I was skating, I was wanting, I was listening to, like, old school hip-hop, you know, and, like, some, you know, like, punk music, and, you know, but I was always kind of into old school hip-hop when I was skating, and so that makes sense, because I was like, you know, some of this would actually be kind of good to skate to, like, once you guys said that, I was thinking about it, and I was like, Mm -hmm. no, like, I can imagine, like, playing one, like, this song, and then having, like, Shine come on or something, Mm -hmm. and, like, skating to that, like, so... That does yeah. make perfect sense. Yeah. yeah, no, that that summed it up perfectly, Matt, too, what you were saying, that mm-hmm. he kind of takes everything that he's done and that he knows and just, like, puts it into his music. Because mm-hmm. that's how you kind of express yourself more, I feel like. I right. Yeah, with music, like, yep. how you're producing mm-hmm. it, what your lyrics are. Mm-hmm. And he's really backing that up with, like, how it comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and his first album, I forget what that's called. It has a weird name. But his second album... Um, Navy Blue, Postanic, I think. That's also a really good album. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, crazy, um, crazy stuff. If I had to do a top three, I brought this song up earlier, but number three would be Code of Honor for me. That muted piano, because it's like, yeah. 
there's like just a filter thrown on it for a half second. Like it comes in with a clean piano tone and then it's just like and has like a reverb kind of filter on it. Uh, and just the flow on that song is phenomenal. Uh, number two was Don't Get It Twisted. Uh, I really did. I really did nice. like that track. And then number one for me was Petty Cash. Just again, <laughs> piano beat. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a sucker. I am a oh, yeah. <laughs> I am a sucker for a good piano beat. Mm-hmm. I'll fucking take that. That's any one day that is. Me. It's not like DJ Premier though. It's like kind of repetitive, but it sounds mm-hmm. so good. Like it's just like a sounds like it's like just something simple. Yeah. But it's like also really complex how it sounds, especially with the bass on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like in it's like I almost did it in reverse to where number three was Petty Cash and number one mm-hmm. was Code of Honor just because that muted piano sample I was obsessed with that this morning yeah but, um, yeah those are my top three what yeah you got some good sampling on this album for sure yeah. uh, honorable mention Ritual based because how the album starts with that song mm-hmm. all the different instruments used in that and then number three would be Primo uh, number two would be Shine yes. and then my top song nice. was Timberwolves I just yes. like the title yes. of the song and mm-hmm. just a good song that's a great song too mm-hmm. it is it's fucking fantastic great album Great pick. Right. Mm-hmm. Glad you guys liked it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did. I definitely yeah. feel like it's... Uh, Navy Blue has so much more to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I'm really excited to see his newer stuff that he's making. Yeah. Even if he, he is just, working He is working on stuff? I'd imagine. I think. Okay. Yeah. But even if not, like he's, he's, still, he's still put out songs after this that he's produced for other people. So he's very much but, still making music. Hell yeah. Well, that was Navy's Reprise by Navy Blue, which was Jake's pick for this week. Uh... We'll be back to dive into some other stuff. It's it's about time to uh, see what Matt has brought to the table this week. Um, yes. We just wrapped up talking about Jake's pick, which was Navy's Reprise by Navy Blue. Great fucking album. Um, but we're going to go kind of veer off into a completely different realm, and we're going to see what Matt has brought to the table. Because this guy, this guy, Matt here, he throws, if he were a pitcher in the MLB, he would only throw curveballs. Knuckle curves yeah. and 12 to 6s, like, because he just brings the curveballs. What you got this week, though? I think what you're trying to say is I'm a little bit older. No. <laughs> you brought up shit no, from when I was alive that's, bring, that's, yeah. out, that's out there. Cigarose was, <laughs> I was alive for that. Just joking, just joking. You bastard. Uh, <laughs> the album I picked for this week is uh, a little bit older, from 1971. Uh, it's an album by Crosby and Nash called Another Stony Evening. But it's alright, I'm okay, how are you? For what it's worth, I must say I love you. In my bed late at night, I miss you. Someone is gonna take my heart, no one is gonna break my very acoustic album it's live from mm-hmm. shows they did back in the early 70s after the group Crosby, Stills and Nash broke up they kind of all went their separate ways mm. but Crosby and Nash had kind of a musical bond yeah like we're really you know we're good at this so they went on their own tour wrote some new songs um, and this this album captures that live feel 
for back in that time. Mm -hmm. the music maybe resonated more with the fans and they took the lyrics to heart more. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of good songwriting for these two musicians. They're great. They're both good guitar players. Um, and you can yeah. hear the banter with the audience a little bit. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of fun to hear. <laughs> the Lebanese flu. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think that's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. The, the funny thing about that, so the only reason that I ever heard this album is because uh, my ex-wife, her dad, was really into older music, and mm -hmm. he was playing this one day when we were first dating, and like we were out on the porch, and I'm like, this is fucking cool. And so he introduced me to Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and this album. But Lebanese flu, apparently, was some hash that was going around from Lebanon in that time of the year, and so everybody <laughs> kind of knew what that was. I kind of figured, <laughs> yeah. because like the album title, and then, then you just like listen to that banter, and uh -huh. then they mention the Lebanese flu, and I'm like, oh, he's talking about fucking smoking pot, right. like, clearly. Right. Like, yeah. right. <laughs> that's fucking... That's hilarious. Right. That's fucking awesome. So random. That's um, so good. But... I like the album because of the songwriting. Right. The, I don't know, just it feels like it's from the heart. Yeah. And there's mm -hmm. some some songs on this album are a little slower and not so accessible, but most of them, like from the start to the you know, to the middle of the album are pretty pretty decent. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I love like you said, the songwriting. Um, and that were they really playing that long, like from the when the album came out to like that this album like was on like streaming? Like, cause it's it says 98, right? That's when they... That, the, the album wasn't released until 97, apparently. Really? Like it was recorded in 71, and for whatever reason, they didn't get released until 20 years later. Damn. No idea why. Maybe it was a recording thing or a copyright thing. I don't know. That's... Damn. That's wild. And just, just real quick, one thing that threw me for a loop when you were introing the album is because... I know of Crosby and Nash from uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and then Stills, Nash, Young, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and I thought, because I don't know the history behind that group mm -hmm. that well. I just know that, you know, it was the three of them, and then Neil Young. That's, like, the only thing I know is that Neil Young came into the picture afterward, right? I believe so, yeah. And then... So I thought this was before. I thought they just started with the two of them and then they grew the band uh, from there. Okay, and so yeah. when you said this came after they broke up, I was like, wait. Yeah, because they played Woodstock as Crosby, Stills, and Nash. That's like right. Killer show. And then for whatever reasons, um, they all had different yeah. ideas yeah. or opinions. Stills was a prick is what you're trying to say. Pretty much. Okay. But he's a great guitar player. <laughs> he's a great, he's a hell of a guitar player. And he played with Buffalo Springfield and he's just, Damn. you know, he's, yeah. he's just, they all have different personalities. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, but no, I thought that was wild, and it's it does really have just such great songwriting. They they harm their voices harmonize so well right. to the point where it like it is hard to tell who's singing at what what mm -hmm. point, mm -hmm. you know, because they do sound so similar. But when they try to harmonize, it's not even trying, dude. It's just like breathing to them. Mm -hmm. Their mm -hmm. voices flow together so well. There's beautiful there's like there's nothing insane going on with the not acoustic guitars you know but, but like it's so it's not like flamenco guitar style that really mm -hmm. blows you away away but there's really good just like nice little acoustic licks that they play here and there mm -hmm. that are it's just very very nice and very smooth i fucking loved it yeah i like that they're also really well in tune both of them mm -hmm. like because they they both play don't they they both play guitar yep 
Mm-hmm. And then when, especially when they're both singing, like mm-hmm. when they both go into like a chorus, yeah, it they sound really like they have really nice voices, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I like that this is kind of the live version. I was trying to find videos if they had like. Any I was videos. hoping that there was like a recording of this concert, yeah. but I wasn't able to find anything at all. Yeah, because I because I hear I hear them like talking with the crowd and like making jokes. So I'm like, oh, there's got to be a video for it, right? There isn't. Which I'm kind of bummed out for, but it's funny because they like just say random stuff to the audience, mm-hmm. and like everyone's laughing. Yeah, and it sounds, it feels like very like friendly, like very like homey, like they're kind of just kicked back. Like, yeah, just playing music and kicking jokes here and there. Like there's not a lot of artists that do that anymore. Yeah, at concerts. Like, right. There's no time to do it, or it's mm-hmm. just yeah. So it's all about it's like very the production. And yeah, performance. And it is very intimate, you know, and the even. And that's kind of what makes the album so nice to listen to is that the music is kind of, it's pretty simple. You know, there's not a lot going on, as I mentioned. And then the fact that you can tell that they're just playing and I, it's either that they're a so comfortable and they're just like though that good of fucking dudes, you know, to where they're just like, yeah, I want to BS with the crowd, you know, or, you know, it, it, it is very intimate, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, that's a good word to fucking describe it, mm-hmm. man. Because it is the whole feel for it is, you know, it's very soothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were they all like high when they were doing this? Too? Oh yeah, they were smoking on stage. Fucking awesome. <laughs> and I think at one point when they're talking to the audience, they're like, "Oh, there's a bunch of fireflies out in the audience." Yeah, because <laughs> everybody's lighting up. Oh, they're shitbirds! I love it. Right. That's one of, one of my funnier, uh, like the funnier parts to me is on wooden ships. Um, like towards the end, he's like. Look at all those giant fr- frogs. <laughs> They're out there again. Yeah. <laughs> with the binoculars. Yeah, yeah, with the binoculars. And it's like the cameras look like a German submarines. Like, <laughs> like random stuff. <laughs> you know they're smoking. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah it's right. hilarious. Right. Like, it's, that's what's so funny about it, that they're not taking this, themselves like super serious. They're, they're not at all. Just goofing around. They're and just out fun. there on the riverbank. Yeah. Playing yeah. their guitar. That's... Just singing their songs. Yeah. I think that's that's the difference between that time of uh, in music, you mm-hmm. know, after Woodstock in the '70s, where people are still kind of trying to create some sort of change or a social change in somewhat, and uh, it's just a good staple for that year. I agree, wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic pick. Dang, I didn't know it was that earlier because I. So it's they were just sitting on it for a while, like yeah, because they broke up. Uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash broke up in '70, yeah. and then you know they just said, "Hey, let's let's keep going, mm-hmm. let's keep doing our thing." Damn. How long did they do that for? Just the two of them? A couple of years. They made. I think they made two albums. Damn. Um, okay. And I was able to see Crosby, Stills, and Nash uh, at the Cuthbert here in Eugene. Really? Long time, or not a long time ago, but back, probably back in 2011, 12. Um, <laughs> and you know me buying tickets. I got front row. There you go. Front fucking row. And so I was able to take my ex and her parents, and that was like a, you yeah. know, just a good experience because they'd never been to a show like that front row. Damn. So was How was it? It was pretty killer. Oh, great show. Great show. Of course, you had the, the hippie girl that's like in the front of the stage dancing in front of everybody. You're doing the Stevie Nicks impression. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So eventually the whole crowd's like, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> and then I was able to see Graham Nash. Uh, at the McDonald on a solo tour back in 2017 and that was a good show damn um, he still had the voice and the vocal range and he did Immigration Man and a couple other songs but man damn good show that's mm-hmm. fucking sweet yeah. I yeah. always like to hear that that you know people can still can still hold up 
Mm-hmm. But great pick. Thanks. I yeah, man. There's and there was like because my stepdad kind of is like kind of into like you know like John Denver, James Taylor, that kind of thing. And so I had heard some tracks off of this, you mm-hmm. know, like. Uh, I used to be a king. I remember hearing that growing up, uh, immigration man. And then I thought it was hilarious because uh, teach your children. That was in an episode of The Office. And so like by the time, oh, yeah. by like the second or third time I heard it, I was like, why does this sound <laughs> so fucking familiar? And I was like, oh yeah, it's when Dwight's playing music with his yeah. weird ass relatives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. But no, very, very good album. I... I played it a lot this week, actually. I did too. Yeah, kind of surprised me. I'd listen to it like on my way to work, like most days. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I would put it on. I was it's like, like an easy, like ease into the day, kind of. I feel like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I would do it. I was uh, listening to it while I was making like food for me and the dog and shit. It is very relaxing, and I like that. Both of your albums are like, it's, I don't know. It's just like perfect albums that y'all picked almost you know what i mean but yeah an immigration man was a song that graham nash wrote for one i think one of his solo albums and it, ha- it happened to do with him like when he was coming back really into the u.s really? then he got stopped by immigration for whatever reason not having the right papers and like he had been to the u.s before what the and so fuck? this whole scene so he wrote a song about it so yeah again life imitates art right there you know, exactly right <laughs> yeah. shit, you know? so, for real yeah. but i'll start off with my top three hell yeah uh Honorable mention be Immigration Man based mm-hmm. on the story. Yeah. Um, Deja Vu because yeah. it's a, after the crowd introduction. That's a great way to start off the album. Yeah. Um, Wooden Ships because of the harmonizing and the way they use their vocals together. Right. And then uh, my favorite song is I Used to Be King. Yeah. It's because of Graham Nash and the way he uh, expresses himself in that song. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, number three was Stranger's Room. I just like like that intro into that song was actually really nice. I liked it a lot. That one felt really intimate to me. And then two, I used to be a king. I did really like that one because I do remember that from growing up. And the number one was Man in the Mirror. That's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that track. That was that's in my top three. Man yeah. in the Mirror. I like that song. Um, I really liked also Orleans. Yep. Um, Orleans was a great. Excuse me. Also, a great song. Um, I love that intro, the guitar intro mm. to that, the little acoustic. Mm. Um, I want to say honorable mention wouldn't shift just because that comment at the end. Yeah. <laughs> every, time <laughs> I hear, every time I hear it, I'm like, okay, the next song's coming up, but I'm not going to skip because I want to hear this dialogue. So, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Um, and then um, I used to be a king. Hell yeah. But yeah, great pick, man. I love these live albums. Live albums are really cool because the artist gets to like you know express themselves in like those little interludes they do they get to talk to the audience and banter a little bit more yeah. and especially back in that time like they were just more relaxed and it wasn't a production it was just them being themselves mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah man again great pick i loved it i'll probably be revisiting uh this in multi on multiple occasions uh and that is another stony evening by Crosby and Nash, which was Matt's pick for this week. We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up with a uh, mine for this week. Well, it's time to uh, wrap the episode up with our third album for the week, which is mine. Sorry, let me just jot something down. Which is a, which is a banger. 
which is uh damn by kendrick lamar god bless america you know we all love them. yesterday i got a call like from my dog like 101 said they killed his only son because of insufficient funds he was sobbing he was mobbing way belligerent and drunk talking out his head philosophing on what the lord had done he said kid i can you pray for me it's been a fucked up day for me i know that you anointed show me how to overcome he was looking for some closure hoping i can bring him closer to the spiritual my spirit do no better but i told him i can sugarcoat the answer for you this is how i feel if somebody Kill my son, that means somebody getting killed. Tell me what you do for love. Loyalty and passion up. All the memories collected, moments you can never touch. I wait in front of niggas, spot and watch him hit his block. I catch a nigga leaving service if that's all I got. His third album, which was released in April of 2017. Uh, the last album I actually bought on Apple Music <laughs> or from <laughs> iTunes, oddly enough. Uh, fucking fantastic album in my opinion uh it has really it's really grown on me from the first time i heard it to where it's now one of my uh favorite hip-hop projects uh i know and y'all know that i have a lot to say about kendrick in general based off of uh episode four when i brought up good kid mad city uh so i'll shut up for a second what do y'all what do y'all think about yeah, it yeah shut up <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you bringing this album up because it was my first introduction to Kendrick Lamar, and it was it was mind blowing. Honestly, I don't know why I waited so long to to play any of his music. Um, obviously, it got great accolades. Uh, 2018 Grammy for best rap album, mm-hmm. uh, first non jazz classical work to earn a Pulitzer Prize for music. Yeah, which is crazy shit. Yeah, it was that was I remember when I heard that I was like what the I did not know that. yeah yeah you got, you got Dre and Kate Capri on the album doing producing and songwriting credits which yeah is pretty cool um and his his style is just unique and like I said before we started recording like it just open he he's able to write about whatever he wants mm-hmm. and we talked about Kanye West and graduation opening that door to kind of kill gangster rap like this set the bar and like anybody can rap about anything they want to and not worry about the street credit you know just mm-hmm. be themselves you know and that's what it's about making music yeah mm-hmm. um, so I love this album one of the more eclectic rap albums I've ever heard and I mean that in a positive way yeah um, it's not what I was expecting at all I think the only song I'd heard on this album was DNA mm-hmm and that's not the best representation of the album. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, but Music video is killer. Yeah. 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 But the whole album is great. You know, thank you. Yeah. It was a good I'm, introduction. I'm so glad that you liked it. Because mm-hmm. I, I, when I brought it up, I was like, I think Matt will really like this too. And same for my one for next week. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and for you and me, it's always good to revisit something that, you know, yeah. that was, that you and I have heard that's like prolific or for anybody. You know, it's always good to go back and be like, this album was really fucking popular, but also it's it's deeper than that, than that face value of, oh, there's like, you and I talked, there's two songs, Humble and DNA were fucking massive oh, yeah, off of this album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like people and like love with uh, Rihanna was really mm-hmm. huge. And I was like, I don't think people are actually appreciating this whole project for what it's worth mm-hmm. because it is fucking phenomenal top to bottom. In my opinion, uh, no skips for me personally uh but you know like i said it's grown on me a lot um oh yeah it is one of my favorite ones that i do own uh and yeah the production on it top to bottom is just unreal yeah just on the production standpoint real quick it's got you know ninth wonder terrace martin Mm -hmm. uh it's got michael made it uh, the alchemist like it's got really like big name producers right on it and 
I mean, it's fantastic. Even Steve Lacey at one point has... That's what a lot of people have been noticing, that he produced... Um, uh, what song is that? I was just looking at it. I forget what song it is. Um, but he has a song here, song credits on it. Uh, Pride. Pride, yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely... Kendrick, because Kendrick was already like massive as right. a artist, um, and when he made this, it just like skyrocket, skyrocketed him like into like superstardom, like already if he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was crazy, like DNA, humble was everywhere. Like mm-hmm. um, this song was always around. I listened to this album a lot when it first came out, mm-hmm. um, and I was kind of like at first I was like, uh. I don't really like it too much just because of those popular songs mm-hmm. and then I actually listen to it like song for song and yeah for me also no skips mm-hmm. um, every song on it from Yah from uh, God God mm-hmm. like love that um, song the Rihanna song like all of them they're so good um, and just the production and it's like, loyalty with Rihanna I said love my bad as soon as loyalty, you said yeah. yeah loyalty yeah um yeah, it's it's just like flawless. It's flawless. It's re- very well mixed too, and it's mm-hmm. it sounds very crisp mm-hmm. and very good. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in it too, and there's like little tiny, little things that you won't that like that happens that like makes you look up something about it. Like we were just playing Fear, and that backwards vocal on it is just the chorus it's kendrick doing the chorus like why god why god do i gotta suffer it's that reversed mm-hmm. is what that is and it just sound it literally the way that they mixed that and everything literally sounds like someone just is going backwards on a fucking record player saying it like the filtering yeah. they used and everything yeah that fear is such a damn good song off this and then you even get a fucking u2 sample on triple x yeah. yeah fucking bono mm-hmm. Ah, this fucking album, man. Yeah. There's <laughs> even like Bad, Bad, Not Good producing yeah, a song too. Yeah, I saw that. Too. Like, really? Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Which song? Um, I don't remember yet. Don't put me on the spot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I forget, um, but it's it's one of, it's one with you two. It's one with you two. Oh, Triple X. X. Yeah. yeah. It's one with you two on it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Like how many people were involved with this and... Mm-hmm. Um, it had a major impact on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It really brought more people liking Kendrick, mm-hmm. um, if you hadn't heard of him already. Yeah. And it's really crazy that this album still holds up. I, I could say I kind of like this album more than his newer album. Oh, I yeah, 100%. I, I, I still haven't listened to it since it came out, but it, it was great too. But this album, I feel like it's so much better. And yeah. It really highlights like his like growth as an artist. It's and it's very introspective too. You know, like it's and it's such a it's such an interesting progression with his albums to look at. You know, you look at Good Kid, Mad City, which is, in my opinion, the best storytelling rap album of of all fucking time. Mm-hmm. And then you get to Pimp a Butterfly, which is you know, so uh, it's fucking fantastic yeah. in its own right. And it, you know, it is such like a a fuck you of like the era that it came out in uh you know back in 2015 or 2014 and then you get this and it's just like we're gonna completely move away from to pip a butterfly and it's gonna be hella introspective you know it's gonna be 
smooth as hell like and oh my god yeah it's and so that progression is really interesting to look at and then you know mr morale and the big steppers is it's it's very good in its own right but it's like i think it's going to be something like this to where it will grow on us as you know the years go on and we listen to it a little bit more but i'm so glad that y'all like this i've been i've been waiting to bring this up for a while yeah i i feel like it's definitely a classic at this point um i like that the song uh, titles a lot of them they're kind of like feelings yeah um love um yeah love yeah. loyalty pride humble lust like mm-hmm. they're all kind of like these feelings that i feel like i don't know if he was going through or that he was trying to get like a message out of each right. of them um that was really cool um i forgot about the beat switch on dna oh <laughs> oh my god that beat switch, <sighs> um with that uh Rick James, yeah. Rick James sample. Gotcha. It's literally just a sample of like a live. It was like a live concert he did that was on like video or something, and he just walks up to the mic and says, "Give me some ganja," and the crowd goes fucking ape shit. Mm-hmm. And he just, whoever produced that beat, I think Mike will. I think it Mike was will Mike. Will. It. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Mike will made it. Just took that fucking little sample and then just put like some heavy nut blasting yeah. <laughs> deep kick drum in it behind it and it's just like oh my god I remember when the, crazy. when I was first listening to that album every time that beat switch hit I was just like yeah. just driving yeah. in my fucking Honda yeah. just like oh my god yeah <laughs> it's probably the more iconic beat switch yeah. of oh, that yeah. year and probably it still holds up dude. it does it's like yeah. every time like, when that. I was hearing it like when I was listening to this again I had just that stank face like the yeah. whole time I was like ooh like and in the video that too, beat. in the video too, when it like that beat switch happens and it just switches to him in a, like a dark room mm-hmm. and it's all black and white and he's like, "Tell me something, you mm-hmm. motherfuckers can tell me nothing." Like, uh. yeah. <sighs> Glad you brought that beat switch up. I just relived <laughs> it all in my head again. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, I really like too fear, um, just because mm-hmm. that Alchemist beat. Yeah, there's that guitar beat. There's actually just like one little lyric I wanted to highlight from that. It's uh toward the end of it because that song's almost it's like seven and a half minutes kinda, long yeah. and toward the end of it when he starts like actually you know just delivering a just a sick rap he's like uh fear whatever it is both is distinctive fear what happens on earth stays on earth and I, and i can't take these feelings with me so hopefully they disperse within 14 tracks carried out over wax searching for resolutions until somebody get back and He's mm-hmm. fucking referencing the album because it's fourteen songs long. Yeah. Like, and he's just that like fear. Whatever happens on Earth stays on Earth. Is just, yeah. uh, it's like I get goosebumps even yeah. just reading them right now, bro. Uh, but goddamn, I dude. love that song. That song and Duckworth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a great ending to the album, right? Uh, Duckworth with Ninth Wonder producing it. Oh my god. Like he switches it up like two or three times in the in the song, yeah. Um, just the beat and Kendrick, man, he's always been very lyrical, very much um, so. He's always been very, you know, out there with what he's rapping about, and this whole album, you hear it, you hear it. Even the features, the Rihanna feature, um, I love that song. Yeah, that's a great song. Loyalty's great. Um, but uh, yeah. do you have any final wrap up thoughts? Yeah. I think I got all my shit out right away. <laughs> I was trying to think about that thing, and like I just sped it out right in the beginning. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad that y'all liked it. Um, oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. like I said, one of my favorite hip hop projects to come out in the past five years at this point. 
Um, so I'll go ahead and start off with uh, my top three. Uh, number three is Feel, and I just want to mention Ooh. this real quick, is uh, halfway through that song, when he starts doing the fuck your feelings, I mean, there's more to brought like, and he just starts getting hella intense. And then the, yeah. yeah, that is like, that's a good one where I'm like, mm-hmm. just like, whoo. Mm-hmm. And then number two, triple X. Uh, that's been one of my favorite songs off it forever. Uh, just that, that siren sample, that boop, boop is fucking yeah, that was elite. Cool. And then I think y'all can tell by how much we talked about the one track, but fear is my favorite song mm-hmm. off this. Mm-hmm. But what about y'all? Uh, I'll go back to front. So honorable mention triple X because the mm-hmm. U2 collab that was cool. Uh, Fear, um, humble just because I love how it starts. Yeah. And my top was Pride. Yeah, Pride was nice. great picks. Yeah. yeah, Pride's a great song. You stole my pick, man. <laughs> <laughs> your your list is kind of like my list. That's <laughs> I I love feel. I love feel. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's not too flashy with the beat, it's not too crazy, but it's just him just letting it out yeah uh, Kendrick just rapping um, so feel um, I'm gonna go Duckworth yep. second uh, just cause that beat that first beat that you hear um, so it's really good and then fear uh, yeah. just cause it's really powerful um, and it's pretty fabulous so. hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah there we go but yeah man I love I love this Kendrick pick yeah I think Thank it's a you. great follow up to uh to the other one that we talked about. Good I, Kid, I Mad City. Never, yeah, I can never remember album titles. <laughs> and then, like I said last week when I brought this up, I'll I'll get my hands on To Pimp a Butterfly. And I'm we'll, gonna look up that album because I'm just the album. That title, one, yeah. that one's got like a Snoop feature on it. It's got there's a lot. Very cool. I listened to that on the drive back from Albany, and I was very happy I did. <laughs> uh, But anyways, that was Damn by Kendrick Lamar, uh, my album for this week. We're going to go ahead and let you know what we'll be spinning next week. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) You were going. No, it wasn't ready to record anyways. Uh Oh. It takes like three, it does like a three second countdown. All right. Okay, we're going to go ahead and let y'all know what we'll be uh, spinning next week, as is the name of the show. Uh, We will let Jacob go first. What do you got? Yeah, so my pick next week, um, I'm going to go Kohoroko, their self-titled debut album. Hell yeah. Um, that looks cool. That like looks a, tight. Yeah, yeah right? it's pretty dope, huh? It's yeah. like an EP. Um, okay. It's really short. It's like 25 minutes long. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. Hell yeah. I think you guys like it. Nice. I'm excited for I'm that I'm excited. Hell oh, yeah. And then uh, we'll let Matt go next. I'm going with some goth rock. Uh, 1979 Bajas. Oh. Kind of an inappropriate album cover, but that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> uh, the Godfathers of goth rock is what a lot of people think of them as, but... Interested to see what you guys think of it. Hell yeah, dude. And then what was the name of that? Bauhaus, B-A-U. Or no, the title. Uh, in the Flat Field. Okay. Just so I can get the That the, cover the picture. Is, is wild. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that and then the rest of it is just black. <laughs> That's fucking sweet. That's cool. And uh, I'm going to go something, uh, something a little 
something I love. I love this artist, as you all know. Um, but we're going to go a little eclectic with some Further Adventures of Lord Quaz oh. by Quasimodo. Uh, the second. I knew it. Dude. The second Quasimodo <laughs> album really that they did. Uh, talked about Yes or Whatever a while back. And we're going to just move backwards and bring up Further Adventures of Lord Quaz by Quasimodo. I got some Coco Roco, uh, some Bajas, and Quasimodo for next week. I'm. Uh... I told you, I knew, I knew it. I was like, you're bringing up Quaz, aren't you? <laughs> you didn't press me too hard on it. Though. <laughs> I know. You didn't it's press a great, me too great hard. Variety for next week. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Uh, I hope to see y'all again next week. Uh, we will be back, and then week after that, it's Outcast. So uh, have a great rest of your week. Uh, we'll be back next time. Episode 29.